What's going on, everybody? You're here with another episode of Big Talk with Leezy with your host, Leezy the Gifted. What's happening? For this episode, it's a little bit different. Uh, my girlfriend, Laura, has a assignment for school where she needed to record a podcast about sports. So she interviewed me since I coach youth basketball and asked me some questions, and I wanted you guys to hear it too. So without further ado, I'm going to just jump right into the pod. And of course, don't forget... If you like this podcast and if you get any value from this episode, subscribe to the podcast, give me a review on the iTunes store, share it with your friends, share it with your mama, your daddy, your partner, and all your loved ones because, come on, this is a movement, all right? Thank you all so much. Enjoy the pod. Who am I? I am a champion. That's right. You need to remember that all through this game. I will conquer what has not been conquered. I will conquer what has not been conquered. I will believe what others have doubted. I will always endeavor to hold esteem, honor, and respect with my team. I have changed my mind and my body will fall. Who am I? I am a champion. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Laura's podcast. I have a special guest here with me named Lee Lipvin. Hello. He is a current elite youth sports coach, and we're going to be talking about coaching youth sports and some skills. Um, and his coaching philosophy. So I have, I have a couple questions for you here, All right. Lee. My first one is, what is your coaching style? And I'm curious to know, what makes your kids buy into your coaching style? First of all, pleasure to be here today. <laughs> I'm so excited. Uh, so what's my coaching style? So uh, I, I coach with a lot of energy. Uh, I'm very, I, I have a booming voice. And I'm confident to use my voice, so I'm super loud. And when I played sports as a kid, that was my strong suit. A lot of energy, a lot of hustle. I played basketball my whole life. I didn't really play other sports. And I just brought a ton of energy. And that's very similar. That is the way I coach as well. You know, I'll be 100% honest. I'm not the smartest basketball coach, meaning I'm not the highest. I don't know the most strategy. I'm not the most... I know technical stuff and fundamentals, but I don't know the most X's and O's. Mm. You know what I mean? Like I coach with other coaches uh, in our program. Our program is called Advanced Skills Academy and Prime. And I have other coaches who know tons about like X's and O's. And I'm not the strongest, but I have the most energy. Um, I use it a lot during practice. I move around a lot. I yell, but not like in a mean way. I'm just like doing it a lot to like get people hyped up. And uh, I went to a camp a while ago called uh, Point Guard College, and we learn a, lo- a quiet gym is a losing gym. So, mm. And I've, that's like one of my favorite quotes. You could also flip it and say, a loud gym is a winning gym, whichever, you know, I like that one more. It's more positive. Yeah. So a loud gym is a winning gym, and just squeaking shoes isn't enough, I know. So I always like to bring a lot of energy, and I demand that from the kids. I don't ask them. I demand that from them. Um, you know, I, I like to say that basketball is not really a shy person sport. As I, I hate saying that because, like, I don't want to, like, you know, negate a kid if he's shy. If he or she is a shy person. But, sorry, the fact of the matter is, in basketball, you got to be loud. You have to be energetic. You have to talk. So, my coaching style is that. I coach with a lot of energy, a lot of passion, and uh, I have really high expectations. Our program demands, like, a lot from our kids. We demand um, a lot of hard work. My coaching style is matches our program perfectly. Um, 
the other question you asked was how do you get kids to buy into what you do? Yeah. So my, my thing is all about like you need to um, you need to care. Like that's what that's what coaching is all about is caring. I care about my kids. I love my kids. Literally. I've said that to kids that I've coached before. I love you. And they I think some of them might get caught off guard by that because it's like I'm 25 and the kids are like, you know, 10, 11, 12 year olds. It's just kind of like, wait, you're like this coach. Like, I don't know. It's just I can tell they think it's weird, but I mean it because why would I, you know, I don't want to work with people I don't love anyway. And I know that nobody's going to buy into what I'm going to say if, if, if I don't love them and they know, and they don't and they think that I don't love them. I've played for coaches that don't love me, I know, and I don't want to do shit for them. Mm, Excuse my language. Sorry. That's okay. Sorry about that. <laughs> but like I didn't want to do anything for them. I didn't want to do I didn't want to play hard. I didn't want to um I didn't want to dive on the floor for loose balls. I didn't want to take a charge. I didn't want to be vocal on the bench. So the coach didn't care about me. Didn't love me. They cared about the star players. That wasn't me. And you know, I, I the way I coach, we have we have, you know, I coach tons of teams and we have kids who are star players. We have kids who are just better than the other kids. But I don't coach, you know, I don't coach them more than I would coach the kid who doesn't play. I coach, I, I coach with the equal amount of effort. But I will coach kids differently, right? Different kids need different attention. But I coach kids equally with love and care and respect. That's a big thing for me is I don't like to refer to the people that I coach as kids, even though they're kids. They're young men. They're young women. That, that's who I coach. I don't coach kids. I don't coach children. And I tell them that too. I said, I don't want you to act like a child here. I'm not babysitting. I, babysitters are for kids. You know what I mean? And I'm not going to babysit you. I'm not going to pat you on the butt and say, come on, come on, come on. If you're, if you're being a bratty kid and you're not listening, I'm going to treat you like an adult. If you're not doing what I need you to do, I'm going to treat you like an adult. Even if you're seven or eight years old. That's what it is. Now, I'm not going to scream and yell at a kid. There's ways to communicate. But um, yeah, so I mean, it's, but I go into it and the kids know that I love and care for them. How do the, how do I know? I make that really, really clear. The first thing I do, the way I set the tone, it's not, okay, I'm going to walk into the gym for our first practice and I'm going to yell and scream and, you know, maybe take a kid and scream in his face or her face as an example. Oh, you better not mess with me. That's not the attitude. My attitude is more walk in, say hello to kids, ask how they're doing, look at them, genuinely care. And when I coach, when I coach, these young adults and these young athletes, I don't say, hey, you're not doing it right. You know what I mean? Unless they're doing it with no effort. If a kid's giving effort and they do it wrong, sorry, I keep saying kids. If an, if, if an athlete's doing it wrong, I say, look, stop. Here's what you need to do. And I'll coach. Bend your knees, blah, 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 whatever it is, you know? But I look at them in the eye. So I start, my first thing is I start and I coach them and I show them the way to do it. And if they don't do it right then, after that, and they do the exact same thing, now I'm really pissed off. So I, they, they don't get me. I don't do warnings. Hey, remember I already told you? I don't do warnings. I walk back up and go, what, what's the matter with you? I just told you how to do it. Why are you not listening? Now, like, I need to put the heat on. Why? Because in a game situation, there is no room for mistakes in a game. Even though there are going to be mistakes made, that's the kind of attitude you have to have. We always are striving for perfection. So if I tell you you're not doing a drill right, bend your knees, I walk away, I come back, I see you not bending your knees, guess what? You're going to be out of the game. Even though we're at practice, that's the way it works. So if in a game I say, hey, I need you to box out, right? The player you're guarding got a rebound because you didn't box out, box out. Then the next play they do it again. They don't box out. You're out of the game. You're not yeah, playing. I don't care. Exactly. And I don't care who your mom and dad is. I don't care how much money you guys are paying. Our kids pay a lot of money for our program. I don't know exactly how much, but 
couple thousand bucks. Mm -hmm. And then we also have kids go to Reno and Vegas and Los Angeles for tournaments. But guess what? If you fly to LA or Vegas or you drive to Reno, it doesn't matter. If you don't make the if you don't make the right decisions in the game, you're out. Doesn't matter how much you paid for the hotel or the jerseys or how far your mom and dad drove. I don't care. That's not what we're here to do. We don't we don't play kids equally in our elite year round prime program. We have another program called ASA. We do play kids equal. It's different with our prime elite program. We don't play kids equal. We play kids fair. So that's the same thing with me because that's how life is going to treat you. Life is going to treat you fair. The world isn't going to treat you equally. And all the people out in the world who are talking about equality and blah blah blah, equal chances are fine, but we don't we don't we don't treat kids like that. We're gonna treat you fair. The way you work is the way I'm gonna I'm gonna coach you. Doesn't, I like that. Yeah. So just to kind of cut you off there, I really appreciate Oh, it's fine. I could go on forever and ever. I could go on forever and ever. <laughs> Gotta keep this, you know, a little bit short. Yeah. Um so another question I have tying into this is what are some life skills you teach teach your kids? Because I've seen you coach before, and I've seen some of your speeches after the game, and they're not all basketball-related. I've definitely seen you teach some life skills, and I'd just like you to you know talk on this podcast about what life skills you've taught. Um, yeah. So, like, yeah, that's a good, that's a good question. Um, so I remember I uh, this one... This one, one of my favorite speeches I've ever given, I coached, um, I coached one of like a fifth grade team and I talked about leadership and it was kind of cool because I brought a book. There's a book I'm reading called The Dichotomy of Leadership and I actually literally physically brought the book to the game. Oh, wow. And then at the speech, I like read this excerpt. It was like only three sentences. So that was kind of cool. I've never done that. Also coaches, I, I don't think a coach ever did that for me was read a book during, that's kind of like different. So I read the excerpt was about leadership. I talked to the kids about how, see, there I go. Sorry, kids, the athletes about how, you know, talked about leadership, accountability. You're a leader now. Like everybody's a leader. I talk about that all the time about how being a leader just means you're accountable for someone else. That's basically like the first responsibility of a leader. When you're a team, you have a teammate that makes you a leader. Even if you're not the best player, even if you don't get the most playing time, everybody on a team is considered a leader to me. Mm. But then there's like some leaders who have more responsibility, more playing time, but everyone's a leader because we're all responsible for each other. So I've, I've taught that. Uh, we, we At Prime and at ASA, we teach our biggest philosophy is working hard and nobody works harder than us. That, the whole thing is it's not just about working hard. We have to work the hardest. Right, because that's what competition's all about. The mm-hmm. score we don't care about, and that's another philosophy we teach. We don't really care about the score. We don't care about winning. We do care about winning and losing, but when it comes to like a weekend tournament, we don't care if you win the tournament. We don't care if you win a game. That doesn't matter. What it's matter about the development? Right. We care about how are you going to be as a high school player and as a person mm. for the rest of your life. So like a lot of other. Uh, programs like a lot of AAU programs recruit kids from other cities and recruit kids from other states fly them in for tournaments wow. to play and then leave which is by the way it's cheating but ter- people do it we've caught, we've we've seen um, programs do that because they care about winning we don't we care more about player development personal development mental development so that's things I care about and then personally for me the other things I care about is emotional development because sports are super emotional and um, you know like the way you react or respond emotionally is is gonna is gonna 
is going to really affect how um, a, a person is successful. So that's something that I personally like to coach a lot is emotional reactions also because I never, ever got that coaching when I was young. Okay, ever. so what, what's an example of that? Just out of curiosity. What would if you, you miss a shot, that's a, that's a big thing. If you miss a shot and you put your head down and you jog back on defense, we're now down a guy on defense mm. for at least five I see seconds. That so much, and mm-hmm. especially in youth sports. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, I see it all the time. It happens with us. I pull kids for that. Um, but what, what do you teach them out of it? Like, you pull, some, you pull a kid and pull then a kid you, out of the you teach a lesson? Yeah, or? and I'm not... Yeah, exactly. And I'm not angry and I don't yell at them. I say, look, I went through the same things as you. I would get frustrated when I missed a shot. But here's the reality of it. I give it to them straight. I say, look, here's the reality. Fact of the matter is, you missed a shot and then after that, we are down a man on defense... So now the other team gets one guy extra to play for another five seconds, and that's five seconds more than enough for them to score a point mm. because you are worried about you and your miss and your ego, and now you're taking away from the team. So I'm going to say, fact of the matter is, I don't need an excuse from you. I just need you to not pick, put your head down, and you need to sprint back and get over it. So, so you're teaching them to just move forward, get back to the moment, instead of dwell on what just happened. Yeah. You have to because it's the same thing with life. There's going to be micro challenges daily. And if you you get hung up on every single challenge, you're just going to hold yourself back. Right. Yeah, that's cool. So they can definitely take that out into life in the real world. Yeah, exactly. 100%. So, yeah, I think that's, that's really important. I think respect is super important too. We teach a lot about respect. I care a lot about how... You respect yourself, you respect your um, teammates, you respect your coaches, you respect your parents, you respect the referees. You know, that's a big thing we coach too. We don't talk to the referees. We don't like, don't say a word to the ref. If you say, we, we personally, if you say anything to a referee that's negative, you're out for a mm. long, 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 long time. That's like a big... Teaching good habits. Though. Yeah. Um, if a ref makes a bad foul call and you put your hands up, like a palm up, we're not palm up, palms up, it's like you throw your palms up in the air in frustration, you're out. For mm-hmm. a long time. Uh, you know, that's the same thing with if a teacher gives you a bad... By the way, teachers don't give grades. You earn grades. So, but like, if a teacher gives you a grade that you don't like, you throwing your palms up in the air and crying and complaining isn't going to increase your grade. Just like the ref isn't going to change your call. So it's just, you know, things like that. If you don't get the job you want, if you don't get into the college you want, if... Just things don't go your way. You just can't throw your arms. Emotionally reacting in the negative way isn't going to change it. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm not saying I don't respect people's feelings. I respect it. You're allowed to have emotions. I'm not telling you not to, but but just physically showing your emotions negatively, it's, I'm just, fact of the matter is it's not going to solve it. So why waste your time? Like responding rather than reacting is yeah. kind of like what you're teaching there. Yeah, exactly. Why even waste your time like throwing your hands up, getting all negative and pissy? It's pointless. So. Um, let me ask you one more one more question, wrapping it up. Yeah. So I, I was at one of your games, and you said a very um, very great speech at the end. And I think you guys had just won by, or lost by like only a couple points. Mm-hmm. Um, you said something about being willing rather than oh, ready. Yeah. And I just want you to, to restate that because it was pretty powerful, and, and I want everyone to hear it. Yeah, that's a life lesson I learned from another an old coach of mine named Coach Brian Sullivan, one of the best coaches I've ever had. And he said there's a, he taught me there's a difference between people who are ready and willing. And ready just means that you show up, right? If you come to practice on time or early, right? If you come to practice early, you have your jersey, you have your shoes, you're ready. But yeah. that's not enough to be successful, 
right? If you get to work on time, you've got your, your briefcase, laptop, you've come dressed, you're ready to work. If you show up to class, got your notebook, pens, what you're ready. But willing is the emotional, fit and like emotional and mental desire to get the job done. The mm. desire to re, people who are ready aren't successful. They just show up. You can't just show up. Seven billion people in the world. It's too competitive. Hundreds of millions of people in this country. If you're a youth basketball player, you're competing against millions of kids. Being ready is not enough. Willing. The kids who are willing are the kids who are screaming, diving on the floor. Coaches don't need to remind them of anything. They play hard. They work the hardest. Um, they 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 motivate their. T- they just are. Like they just, they got everything. You're willing, you're willing to listen. You're willing to learn. Coach tells you something. I love the kids who are willing to learn. They look, they don't care how many points they score. They look me dead in the eye. They shake their head. Yes, yes, yes. And then they hold their fist up in the air and they say, yes, coach, I understand. And then they go do it. Those are the kids who are willing. The kids who are ready just show up on time. They got their shoes. They got their jersey, whatever. And then they got pouty faces. Well, they're there. They're ready. They make some mistakes. They listen to what I say, and then they don't fix the mistakes. They were ready, but they're not willing. And um, in my opinion, that's the most important lesson is, is showing up, being willing to get the job done. Willing means like I really desire getting this done, not being just ready. So I think that that's something you can take with anything. And Absolutely. Yeah, it's an important lesson. I love that. So yeah. I mean, I took it into my own dang life. So <laughs> How did you do it? Um, how did I take it into my life? Yeah, into your own dang life. <laughs> <laughs> just like every day, um, just a constant reminder of, okay, am I ready for the day or am I willing t- for the day? Mm. You know, am I willing to, to conquer this day and dominate my life or mm. am I just ready and just going to la-di-da cruise on through the day? Right. And it's just a reminder every day and I appreciate you teaching that lesson because I've taken it, you know, and I want to teach people too. No, so. I agree. And I like that word. We're good on the time. I got one more thing. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> I like the word you said, dominate. People who are ready don't dominate. They they probably aren't even going to win. But people who are willing are the ones who are going to dominate. And that is also, there's so many important lessons. But dominating is an important lesson that I teach the kids. I'm going to keep this between two minutes. Don't worry. Dominating is a lesson that is so important that our society really, really, really frowns upon. People who want to aggressively dominate are come off as cocky and arrogant and mean and rude but that's just because people are uncomfortable and if you want to yeah they're they're jealous or or, or feel threatened but but those are the the successful people in life yeah yeah exactly like people who want to dump like apple dominates the technology space they're worth almost a billion dollars they're worth 800 they're worth 800 million dollars that's not they're not winning they're dominating Mm. They're dominant. They don't win though. They dominate. You you can look at, um, you know, Elon Musk. Like he, you know, Tesla's not dominating the car market, but he has the attitude of domination. Absolutely. He wants to dominate. And Jeff Bezos, Amazon, they are freaking dominating. They're not winning. They are not winning. They are dominating. They are putting out bookstores out of business. They just bought Whole Foods. They are going to put grocery stores out of business. They're probably going to put Walmart out of business. I don't know about that, but they're you know. And if you don't want to dominate, that's fine, but you're going to lose if you don't want to dominate. Blockbuster didn't dominate. They won. They were winning. Then Netflix came. So that's what's going to happen if you don't dominate. You're going to get taken out. And so that's something I teach kids. And a lot of parents don't believe in dominating. That's why the parents are losing. A lot of other coaches don't believe in dominating. That's why their kids suck. 
and our kids don't. I'm sorry to be so cra- so brash, but yeah, that's that's what it is. Like if you don't want to dominate, you're gonna get your you're gonna get your ass stomped. And I don't mm-hmm. want my kids to get stomped. In, on the court and in life. Yeah, exactly. So that, that I like that. I love that you're teaching that skill. Yeah. Especially early on. Yeah. Because it's gonna stick with them. So. Yeah. I love my kids. I don't want them to get to get punched in the throat. I want them to punch kids in the throat. Yeah. Not actually punch in the throat, mm-hmm. like yeah, figuratively. Yeah. So yeah, that's an important lesson I learn. I, I teach these kids. All right. Well, thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in. And I hope you have a great rest of your day. Thank you so much, Lee, for being here. Really appreciate you taking time to record this podcast with me. And Yeah, thank you. It's my pleasure. All right. Thank you. I will never surrender. Weakness will not be in my heart. I will look to my comrades and to those who have brought me to this world and those who have trained me. And I will draw strength from them. Who am I? I am a champion.